It is the Daily Talk Show and it's Monday the 12th of February, TJ. Hey, mate. 20th episode, celebrations. Mate, I feel like my energy is very high. Well, we... We planned out to be the 20th episode was when we're going to actually talk about it online. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like we've hit a milestone. But I was thinking today, if we don't have another milestone, it could be, we might be in trouble. This could be the end. Because our aim was 20 episodes and then we're going to, I'm going to put out a video about this. No one's going to care. But maybe we need another one, 50. We need to do something on the 50. We'll work that out. Yeah. I, uh what's another example of an achievement that you've set, like a goal yeah. like this that you've actually seen through? Oh, I I haven't... Well, I set the 100 videos of this year. Yeah. But done. that's until the end of the year yeah. that I need to... Well, I think big goals... For, for whatever reason, I reckon big goals are sometimes easier than smaller goals. Yeah. I set, a, I set like, I entered this competition and I put it up on my wall. It was like, win Hollywood Immersive hosting comp. I was like getting flown to LA to live in this mansion in the hills for three weeks. And I, and I entered the competition and I put it up on the thing and I just thought about it, thought about it, and I won it. It's amazing. But uh, the thinking of it is like I've done that with a lot of things yeah. and sometimes they don't come through. But there's no difference in the feeling. Like, you know, you're like, oh, I just knew I was going to win. I actually felt like I was going to win, but then there's other things I felt like I was going to win and I didn't. Yeah, they're so the worst like, kind. You just may as well go into it thinking you're going to win because if you don't, it's the same feeling as when you do win. It's like a, winning stuff's surreal. I feel like I remember you doing a bit of a... Have you done like the whole cutting out of a bit of a yeah. mood board? Yeah, I've done that before. Some crafty bit of scissors and <laughs> yeah, some magazines. Well, it's like from the secret. It's like the... Yeah, it's like the vision board. That's yeah. what they are. And I don't know. It's like... And you did you, that for that... Um, that uh, presenting job in Sydney. Yeah, didn't, didn't win. Get. Haven't so, done a vision board since. Yeah, <laughs> like the vision board. Um, yeah, no, I remember because you put, put a video up about Yeah, I made a video you? about that and it was it was for a job and I did this and it, it was a vision board that I did but I didn't get the job but I did it when I was going for the job in radio. I put like a thing up, Star FM and I, and I got that. Yeah. So maybe it's a fucking, maybe it's whiteboards for me. Maybe I just need to write shit on whiteboards. Mm. And I think cementing it, putting it, writing it down somewhere yeah. is a good thing. I think that this was a great, this 20 episode thing has really helped me. Yeah. Like just not making it feel like a grind. Can we just talk really quickly about what the daily talk show is? Yes. Go for it. Okay. The daily talk show. <laughs> Two mates getting uh-huh. together every weekday talking yeah. shit. Monday to Friday. I was reading the description yesterday and it said talk for 30 minutes each each weekday we've blown that out yeah a bit. to 45 but from uh it was a uh, your little Bodie boy's first birthday mm. uh on saturday mate we got 45 people i think you say 4500 dollars <laughs> no we got we got some gifts. we got some cool gifts yeah. and i said this to you i was like it's the same with a wedding right you you spend x amount on a wedding say it's 20 grand yeah and say if you have 100 people at your wedding for 20 grand you're mm-hmm. spending, you'll probably get 20% back, almost 20% back. Yeah. So you could get four grand's worth of presents. Uh-huh. So it's technically like, you know, like you've spent 16 grand. I want to talk about the wedding stuff a little bit later, but yeah. we need to talk about Bodie's birthday. Party. And we did have... Um, we did have a few of the people who have been listening from the start. Mm. Some of your mates who... How did BMAC even find out about the potty? 
Oh, he, he sent me this cryptic message and I didn't understand it. I thought he was referring to our podcast, but he said, he sent me this message saying, podcast number one. And I was thinking, are you talking about, and I haven't told anyone. This was yeah. like a week in. I was like, are you talking about our podcast? Yeah. And anyway, I sent in the link, mm-hmm. thedailytalkshow.com. Yeah. And then he just started listening. Oh, but great. what he was actually referring to was he thought we should start a podcast, <laughs> him and I. <laughs> Too late, mate. Too so late. Miss, maybe we've got to get B-Mac on as Yeah, as definitely. A, He's in a good an episode. He's present. He got Bodhi. Yeah. And he, it was ironic. It was a funny gift. He got Bodhi a JB Hi-Fi voucher <laughs> for twenty nine ninety five. Mate, that's great. <laughs> that's an amazing gift. I love J- JB. I've bought Bree some really shit gifts over the years because... I've left it to the last minute and ended up at JB at 8.30 because <laughs> the only thing that's fucking open late. Mate, you can get a drone from JB. Yeah, exactly. So you can, you can get some good gifts. But it'll be days. a parrot. <laughs> no, you can get the Mavics now, oh, I'm really? pretty sure. You can they buy DJI. my drone from there. Uh-huh. It's it's sick. Um, so the, the birthday party. 45 people. Yeah. And I reckon, not that we do it in gifts, but we spent maybe 300 bucks. Yeah, Amy right. worked magic uh-huh. and she did it on the low. Used it. Alibaba, but like people buy it's amazing the gifts and yeah. I couldn't believe how many people turned out I reckon more people came to that than my 21st says a lot doesn't it's, it I think it's like everyone when they come to it it's like well done to you this yeah. is a party for you guys for making it through the year and I think like it was actually a party one of the few parties that I've enjoyed attending yeah I think it's just because I don't know maybe because of the relationship you and I have and you just don't give a fuck you know like if <laughs> Maybe if I'd only seen you every once a month or yeah. once every two months and then going, it would be a bit different. But I think it was, that it was... It, it was, was good fun. Yeah, it was a good fun. vibe in the park. It was warm. Sausage sizzle. Sausage sizzle, cakes, just running around. Yeah. Drinking a few beers. Uh-huh. Bodhi just woof, woof. loving it. Yeah. It was great. That's very good. Uh, the Talking about the wedding stuff. Yeah. Um, I was thinking this morning about what romance is how would you describe romance well it's not sitting on the couch with your missus while she watches married at first sight and you've got your earbuds in and you're listening <laughs> you're to joe rogan so yeah you're referencing uh what <laughs> you I last week on last the couch week. with your missus. Yeah. So that's not romance so what do you think how would you describe romance hashtag the little things <laughs> no but i think romance is thoughtfulness it's it's thinking ahead it's it's almost like a bit selflessness. So you you're doing something for them, a, th- a thought. Uh, for instance, it's like I think the classic example of buying someone flowers is like there's some essence in that that is romance. Yeah, but I think it's the cliched version, well, but it's like you're thinking about them, you're doing something they weren't expecting it, and they, it's a sign of love. I don't know. Well, I was thinking because Valentine's Day is coming up. Oh, fuck, in a couple yeah. of days. Bodie's birthday yeah. on Valentine's Bodie Day. Bodie Valentine Jacket. Yeah, it's a solid Sick name. Strong name. Yeah, real. What What is it called? What do you call yourself? A rooster. <laughs> Big rooster name. Do I call myself you a rooster? Do. Don't look at me as if you don't. You're like, <laughs> see, uh, I'm a rooster. And it, what would you? How would you describe me? You. If, if you're, you're a, a bantam. <laughs> What's a bantam? I had bantams as a kid. They're basically a small chicken that lay eggs and they've got this cute little blue neck and they've got like this cute little sort of mohawk thing what sort but of they're eggs? just small 
And so you're a bantam <laughs> <laughs> In touch with your emotions I just want to understand the eggs Are they regular eggs Tons that you'd Smaller egg? Smaller okay. than, Like say if you got like a Would you sell them as chicken eggs? No we ate them Or no, you could buy them as a chicken egg They, they are a chicken A bantam is a chicken It's a breed of a chicken Okay I think. Would I have ever eaten a bantam egg nah, nah. Sold as a chicken? No egg? no no Okay no, no. Anyway, romance. Yeah. I've been thinking that romance is really unpractical things. Like there's nothing practical about romance. I was thinking about like oh, you you getting married. Mm. Do you think that marriage, what part of marriage is romantic? Um, the honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't for you because Amy was fucking vomiting. Was and- but it was amazing. Like it's, I think... What you don't realise when you're not married is it, ta- it, it like for and it might not be for everyone, but for Amy, I feel like it just solidified some commitment and yeah. some some things within within the relationship that cares go away. Like so that's a bit more practical than romantic. Do you think marriage is more practical than romantic? Well, there's practical. You say I do, and then I say I do. There's practical elements of it, but then what it does. Emotionally to you, I think it's just like some switches internally. Yeah, just. I wonder if that's the case. So I've been thinking about Bree and I, and I've always imagined one day getting married. But it's mm. purely my practical mind, which is like I can't be fucked trying to work out who to invite. <laughs> I can't be fucked with, like all of these practicalities of it. Yeah, are getting in the way, and uh, yeah, I'm trying to work out. Okay, well. If it's the commitment, if that's the important bit, mm. from a practical point of view, you can go to a like a fucking city. Yeah, what is it called? The it's an office. My brother, yeah, the registry. Yeah, my brother did it. Go and do that. But then, are you losing something? Are we going to then look back and be like, we really didn't utilize that? Well, it depends on what you're doing that for. Well, I want to. Sh- I want the commitment. Yeah, I want to show my love for Bree, and Bree wants to show her love for me. Yeah. But I don't want to have to fucking work out who's sitting next to who at a fucking wedding. You know what the the most special part is? The fucking engagement. Like getting engaged, Uh right? Because it's you and her. There's no one around. Mm -hmm. Maybe me with a long lens. (laughs) But it's (laughs) like... Actually, I don't think I would be comfortable with you on sort of... (laughs) 20 like a 50 mil quite close <laughs> like a 1.4 just getting get right depth. in there yeah get that depth make sure that focus is there yeah absolutely um but because there's this you you get engaged like for amy and i we did and uh, in the morning and then we had this whole day where we didn't tell anyone and it was just us and it's like this really nice feeling so it's like that's where it is i guess romantic there's practical elements of it buying the ring where to do it how to do it can I capture this with the camera? <laughs> do I need to redub the audio of her saying I do um, or I will? I want to marry. What do you say? Will you marry me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's too practical said, for yes. my fucking head right there. I just, yeah, I'm, I find it interesting. I just, I feel like I'm also uh, maybe too self-critical in calling out my own. Like romance requires you to remove some of your internal thoughts of calling mm. bullshit on yourself being mm. like go fuck it like it it's like oh you could do it here it's like oh, go fuck yourself like it's so i think there's also like a, an emotional block right because it's allowing yourself to be pretty vulnerable like mm. 
all the moment like I, I cried when Amy when I proposed to Amy is like for some like it's just this emotional moment right yeah. and how often are you flexing the emotional uh, muscle well, everything's flexing for old TJ yeah, always <laughs> no except the heart Josh <laughs> no but I was, I was talking to James my, my good mate James he was um, he was saying having a kid is like training for your heart like yeah. that emotion when do you get to train that shit like when are you challenge when do you feel vulnerable like that for somebody else not a great deal and because if we only thought practical with these things yeah. you wouldn't have a fucking kid no nah. would you like if you actually did the numbers got yeah, a spreadsheet yeah, yeah. yeah nah you're not having a kid you're not getting married well it wouldn't work out yeah on paper it wouldn't work out uh huh but, and that's where it is. It's like, so there's that other side where you're like thinking who to invite. It's like, don't even get there. Just get engaged. You can be engaged for ages. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's a, that's a thing, right? Like Bree and I have been together for over 10 years. Yeah. It feels like we're married. Yeah. And I have no reservation. Like we both have no reservations in getting married, but it's just one of those things of the, the wedding and all the bullshittery around oh, it. That can be a long time after. What was you it can... like? What was... I mean, I wasn't even fucking invited nah. to your wedding. <laughs> Don't you wish you had that day? You no, know it was annoying. I... Isn't it crazy to think that your potential best man wasn't even at your wedding? <laughs> Fuck off, mate. You weren't best man. Actually, did I have a best man? I had my brothers. So I've got two brothers, so that's why I just had them both. Mm-hmm. One signed the registry. Great. Um, and they both made a speech. Yeah, that's... Tore me apart in the speeches. Have you emceed a wedding? Um, nah, I'd get too sweary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't be bothered. It's also a weddings you don't want to, um, you don't want to, you want that responsibility people. to yeah. somebody. Like yeah. if it's your best mate, it's actually annoying responsibility to have yeah, absolutely. to emcee a whole wedding. It's fucked. You would probably like it because you don't drink and you nah, like to I don't shine. Know. Nah, I don't think I would. Well, it would. It would depend on the audience, I guess. But mm. I was talking to my mate, Nasan, who I'm really good friends with. And I was doing a bit of the, if you were to get married, like he basically said the other day, he's like, I'm catching up with a good friend, blah, blah, blah. I said, I haven't even fucking heard of this person. And then I said, can we get some sort of rating on like, where, where do they fit in sort of the friendships? And then I said to him, obviously it was leading to what I really cared about, which is where do I fit? We have a bit of it. You know, remember MySpace top friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was saying, what he said top three. You're top said, three or he's this other guy's top no, three? No, I'm top three. Okay. I didn't give a fuck what the other guy was. He w- wasn't near that. So, <laughs> uh, but then I was like, okay, so you have what, your mum, then me? And he's like, no, this isn't including family. So I was like, okay, top three. And then I got into the, you know, do you think I would be your best man? <laughs> He's like, Josh, why are you putting me in this position? I'm like, no one else fucking cares. Like, you can tell me. Like, it's not going to hurt anyone else's feelings. Just say it. Just say it. But it got me, it got me thinking around making decisions like that. Mm. Was it hard for you and Amy to lock that shit down? What, best man? Best like, man, bridesmaids. Was it a big fucking like, drama? You can't look if I pick one of my brothers or I go a mate. Uh-huh. It's like, which mate? So I went both my brothers. My brother's first wedding wasn't included in the bridal party. You weren't? No. Why not? I don't think he likes me that much. Oh, no, he likes me. No, I, but I just it's think, definitely a sign that he doesn't like yeah. you. And then second, he did though. So either he likes oh, me Oh, he's got more. married twice. Yeah. Well, joke's on him. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was great. I got to like, you know, it's like a bit of an audition. Like I got to yeah. see from the outside and then the second you one. Were how many years later was this? Uh, three or something. 
This Yeah, it's a solid it, effort. Yeah, it was a, it was a solid effort. Fuck, Different imagine countries. Me getting married three years after, like it's pretty I'm crazy. It was very much like uh, you'd be like, invited to that wedding. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Uh, well, not just invited. Hang on, you'd be yourself invited. You'd be drone operator to- at it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, um, you know, had a big life change. Went overseas. Yeah. Previous marriage didn't work out, but. Um, yeah, it's uh, that whole wedding stuff. Like, I remember speaking to my mum and dad about it years and years mm. ago, and they're like, we're not fucking friends with anyone that was at our wedding, or like very few. Um, There's some people that I regret that I invited that yeah. I did out of like just pleasant, to, it was pleasantry. Yeah. I just couldn't be fucked having conversations around why you're not invited, which is annoying. And then oh, it'd be a different wedding this year if I had it. Yeah. And that, I think it's what happens. Well, I mean, Weddings no, are actually pretty annoying, dude. Like, I didn't feel... I had fun, but it's also like you're the center of the party and everyone right wants up to say alley. hello. And No, it's beyond that. So, it's like it's beyond tiring. It, fuck. Beyond what you could handle. What I loved is having the... We hired a hotel the day before. Um, what happened? No, my brother and I stayed there. Oh, yeah. So, we had what a three nights. Squeegee night? No, fuck off. It was Sivlaki. And had a few beers and then had good sleep. And then everyone came the next day and we, like the best, like the groomsman, my other brother, and um, we all had a buffet breakfast. It was at the Grand Hyatt. What'd you eat? Oh, pancakes, waffles. Really? Everything. Were you worried about getting, like, was there a big shredding session before? No, I, I I was feeling good, looking good. Yeah, great. I don't know. Did it's Amy go a bit psycho that. in the she was pregnant. Type of, oh, No, of she was feeling horrible. Yeah. I mean, she was vomiting every morning for it, but that was her morning. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, there is a lot of logistics and practic- practical elements to a wedding. Yeah. That um, it just gets you through it. I just don't know about the, as someone, you know, I do like attention sometimes. I'm this mm. weird fucking mix of loving attention and hating it all at the same time. Wedding attention, I don't like. I don't like birthday attention. How do you see your birthdays? Are you yeah. someone to celebrate it? Yeah, I like it. You see, it's interesting. Facebook, you no, know, I used to get a lot of text messages on my birthday. Yeah, dropped right off. Hardly get any text messages anymore, other than like close family. Mm-hmm. But then the Facebook birthday messages come through there, so there's more of those. Okay, so it's like there's this switch between this personalized touch yeah and now like i think you know who the f- this dude from high school is telling me happy birthday i haven't seen him in 10 years when you know, anyone writes hbjj yeah i'm gonna like delete them no uh gfy go fuck yourself <laughs> because it's like i feel like writing hbjj is like I'm going to write a happy birthday, but I'm going to put in the minimum amount of fucking effort that I possibly can. That's funny. I wonder if it'll go the other way. People will just stop. Like, I don't. I've stopped writing to people happy birthday if Mm -hmm. I'm not really that close to them. Probably do. I probably do it on Facebook five times a year. Okay. And it would be more of a, like, timing thing. You've grabbed your phone, flicked it on. Yeah. If it's someone someone I like and I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll write to them. Yeah. But it's pretty, uh, and Facebook are pretty good now at like notifying me when someone that I care about having what? a birthday. They're doing it on purpose. Yeah, it's all their algo shit. Yeah, well, yeah. What the, people the, that you're in contact with more? Facebook would prioritize those people who you might be hanging out with a lot yeah. or things Dude, like that. Dude, it saves me. It yeah. saves me heaps of time seeing 
people who and like I've even texted other people who I knew that would be forgetting their birthday. Yeah. Well, I will text someone happy birthday if I see it on... Sometimes I'll see it on Facebook. Good thinking. And they'll prompt me and then I'll text them. So then it seems like I haven't had an algorithm telling me. Well, if you're not on Facebook anymore, you can't... Like, you can't expect everybody to remember. Yeah. Oh, fuck no. If you don't even have it listed on your Facebook, Mm. it's like your your birthday doesn't exist. Age is a funny thing. You get... You go through... Like, at 21, I wanted to be older. Yeah. Like turning 18, I didn't want to be 18. Brie like wants you, to look older. Does she? Yeah. Well, she, how old? Oh, she would Brie's look 25. Yeah. I think you get to a point though where you're like, you could be 25 to 35. Yeah. But you just don't really look any different. But the thing I think that's interesting with Brie, she looks young, but she's had so much experience in the game, like in her career, mm. work life, because she started quite young, straight out of sort of... um high school based like just a year after that mm. and um yeah she was speaking to a photographer that she was working with the other day and they were saying they know that she looks young but they thought she was older based on they're like oh we've been working with you for such yeah, a long yeah, period yeah, of time yeah. Mate, but I, that you... would change negotiation right like if how much would okay, you listen yeah. to someone at the age of 22 versus if they're 35 yeah true i mean do you do you think that you would adapt your Sensibility around how much you listen to someone based on their age, or no? Um, oh, I think internally I just do right. Like if uh, someone's yeah, trying to give automatic. me advice around fucking, it's not about discrimination or anything like that. But if you've got someone giving you life advice and they're twenty one, mm. they can go fuck themselves. Well, it's like the, the, all the life coaches. Yeah, I did a life coaching course, the coaching institute. Yeah, when I was nineteen. What was it like? I. You know, like I, I almost had the awareness going into it that I wasn't going to be a life coach because I was young. Like I felt the young thing and I had people in there say, oh, you're so young, like in a patronizing way. Uh-huh. But I got a lot out of it. As for, like I think, I mean, it was learning, it's education. It was like four grand or something. It was like a complete rort. Yeah. Like 90, I mean, it's like all of those education businesses. Where'd you get they're, four grand from? Do you remember? No, they have like a payment plan. Oh, and their sales technique going into it, right? They have these really lovely sales people that just, it, they're probably using NLP on you, yeah. anchoring, touching your shoulder, connecting, you know, they're getting you excited. I was kind of excited after it. And and I, and I signed up. What did up, you walk away with? Um, four grand in debt. debt. And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think... It was an experience. I feel like all these courses and shit you do is like you meet people within it, you learn little things. It was more around like it was you know what the biggest thing for me? I wanted to get out of doing personal training and mm. I wanted to get into doing media, radio, TV stuff. Yeah. And it was like this shift. It was like I broken up with a girlfriend that I was with for a couple of years and I did this training course you showed her doing the coaching institute <laughs> yeah and then i got a gig doing some roving reporting with oh, triple great. m so it was like was it connected do you think those uh, things whether it is or it isn't it, it was like uh, about as defining moments where i like yeah. decide to go in one way the attention was off it no that's what it was i focused my attention away because i was obsessed with doing the tv radio stuff yeah and when i did that i got a fucking job Doing roving reporting for well, we the always, rush hour. We always talk about that, right? It's like yeah. as soon as, if there's something you really want, sometimes you need to take your foot off the pedal and focus on something yeah. else and then it will yeah. work out. But that's almost opposite to this fucking visual <laughs> board 
shit, right? Because yeah. it's saying, hang on, I don't have control over all of this. I'm going to, um, you know, try Do something some cutouts else. with it. <laughs> no, I, you're right. But I think wheels are in motion, right? So the only reason I got the radio stuff was because I'd put in all that work and was obsessed over, it, you know, making contacts and doing random shit. And then I f- f- take my focus off and then it's probably still bubbling away. It's like yeah. us talking about content it works while you sleep. Yeah. So I've got a YouTube channel with 45, 50 videos on it. Mm-hmm. So I could be asleep for a month yeah. and still get views and something could happen. Someone sees it. Like, What's well, like this podcast? There is no connection to any... like. We're not fucking... There's no, like, long game of us Mm. being fucking podcast celebrities or some shit like this. But it's... Our goal is actually just in the doing. Like, what happens if we just make and Mm. if we just put it out there? Maybe there's an interest for it. But Mm. it's going in it with the intention of the creating versus thinking too far ahead. Yeah. And it's it's so funny. It's like any... Anything you... It's that's totally an internal feeling. You need it needs to be aligned. Yeah, like you can't just say <laughs> we're not do- we're doing it because it's the creating. Because if you don't legit feel that, mm-hmm. it'll be too painful. Yeah, you know it's and so I think it works. Shit like that works when it's in total alignment with how you're feeling. Well, just think about how many people who are working in radio who are in fucking sales in some sort of content role that just want to be on air mm, it's most. sort of it's a common problem right yeah is it's like you're filled with this building there's there's only two mics and a few positions that can go on air yeah and everyone's trying to weasel their way on yeah and it's sort of it's almost the 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 go-to slur within radio yeah. it's like oh fucking josh he just wants to be on air yeah it's like yeah fucking oath yeah, there was, it's so funny, people talking behind your back in radio. Like, I should say, Matt Tilly. Yeah. I worked on his show. And he talked behind my back to other people. Yeah. I'm a fucking young 20... You can say this because you know he doesn't even know what a fucking podcast <laughs> is. <laughs> I, what was I, 27 when I yeah. was working there? But he's talking shit behind my back to other people saying... Oh, uh, um, So... To give you context, I went for, for some reason. Amy and I went for the block, and we got shortlisted and got down to like pretty close to being on it, yeah. right? And he was like t- 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 telling people behind my back, "Oh, Tommy just wants to be famous." Yeah. It's like you are the person that's getting paid a million dollars here, bro, yeah. and you're exactly. fucking threatened by this young whippersnapper who's working at the radio. Yeah. I mean, people can give a lot of people shit. We can all create these narratives around what people are trying to do. Yeah. But like what I've always respected about you, and it's the same with uh, my mate Simon Taylor, there's certain people who will get criticized Mm. because they just fucking try and they'll go at it and they'll fucking try and attack it in 10 different ways. And people don't like that. People don't like the idea that, they need to justify why they're not doing certain opportunities or they're mm. fucking triggered by their own bullshit. But um, I thought when you were saying you're building context, you're going to tell people who fucking Matt Tilly is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. But, uh, yeah, totally. Well, he was on, he was just like a king of radio in Melbourne yeah. for 10, 15 years. Yeah. And, the f- and then, I mean, when he's saying this, he's on the way out of uh-huh. that prime spots you know so maybe there is a bit of that that plays into it but i think also uh there's certain industries where 
uh, where jealousy or backstabbing or things yeah. like that's high and comedy specifically yeah. is one of them another one which I've been noticing I follow a few artists on Instagram and there's this huge push around um, calling out copycats so mm. I follow this one artist that probably every second day S- a song uh, like a no, hand, uh, artist like a yeah, legit illustration okay, like yeah. illustration type stuff so like vector art and stuff like yeah. that and she calls out people probably at least once a week mm. being like I've just been alerted to this person who's completely copying my work yeah. and they'll do screen grabs I mean how do you feel about that Yeah my my brother's my, my sister-in-law She's an artist. She's yep. got these awesome earrings. It's called mercypercy.com. Yep. Check mm-hmm. it out. She, We found on, I think it was either Facebook Marketplace or Gumtree, yeah. this person selling prints of her work. Really? It was like two of them. And, and they were called Cersei Mercy. <laughs> no, it was like just identical. They weren't even calling them anything. Yeah. It was like, oh, I had these... I'm pretty... No, she, I think, legit copied. Like, legit just stole the print. Yeah. And 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 we sent them to her, and she called them out or something, and wrote on it or something. And this person played dumb. Oh, I don't have it, you know. And so, but I see how I've I've watched other people copy her work, whether yeah. they're copying it or not, and I've seen it. And so it's like it's a feeling, you know. It's like I was saying, we love to know, we love to be the one who knew the person that fucking. Yeah, you can be married to your ideas or around that romanticize being first in something. Yeah. The video, it's way harder, right? Illustration, you can look and say, this person has literally, literally traced this yeah, shit. Yeah. But cinematography and style, and it's a lot harder to um, to justify saying someone stole that. Yeah, because who did it first? Yeah. I mean, there's. Like, and that's what uh, pisses me off about vlogging, right? It's yeah. like people seem to call people out as being Casey Neistat copycats or it's like yeah. it's like saying that if you pick up a camera that you are copying all these cinematographers it's like just because someone's got a certain type of fucking tripod doesn't mean that they're copying like look at Michael Moore Louis Theroux Nick Broomfield all of these documentary makers who might have similar styles and I'm sure that they're borrowing off one another mm. but there seems to be a case where it's like if you're big, it's not an issue. But when you're at a smaller level, when yeah. you don't have that voice, then it's... Um, I th- and you have to almost... I, I think you almost have to copy somebody in some respects early days to then be able to find your voice because it won't be natural. Like you can't continue to copy some dude's style because yeah. they'll get to a point where you're like, you feel it's not the right way to do something. And so like I... I I probably copied some vlogging styles early days, but then I have found my feet a bit about what I like and what feels good to me when I'm making something or how to cut something. It's uh, Wes Anderson is Casey Neistat, like those wide shots walking from left of frame to right of frame, Uh like punching in. It's like, that's all... Where's everything Anderson? is a hybrid. Everything is a mashup. Yeah. Austin Kleon talks a lot, a lot about it in his book, Steal Like an Artist, which I've got like 40 copies of. Long story. Yeah. But um, Send your P.O. box and we <laughs> exactly. may send you one. Yeah, if you send if you send me something in our P.O. box, which oh, is... That's not what I was fucking saying. Not tit for tat. P.O. box 400, <laughs> Abbotsford, Victoria, 3067. I'll send the first five people who send us anything in the mail box i'll send them a copy of the return address Um, yeah put it put your return address on there but yeah it's um it's interesting people is this a radio giveaway (laughs) it's our first one we're going to be doing beat the bomb tomorrow it's uh yeah it's interesting 
so I think we should wrap up because it's been 31 minutes and we want to keep these sort of things short. What should people know about the Daily Talk Show? Where is it from here? Why should people subscribe or who should subscribe? I think if you want to just feel like you're a part of a conversation. Mm-hmm. it's uh, the, we, we started this Where you with, don't get to fucking talk. Yeah, you My can listen in on us. We talk <laughs> about lots of stuff and I look back over the, the titles of each episode. Yeah. And a lot of it does push towards like, you know, like success principles and all this shit. Yeah. But we're talking about it... We're talking about life, yeah, and it's and it's not. Tr- we're not positioning ourselves as fucking experts in anything. There's a bit of regurgitation going on, right? Like we consume so much content, and mm. we're sort of putting it through our own filter, and then talking about it. And uh, yeah, I think anyone who has thirty minutes, especially if you're in an industry where you work for yourself and you just you need a bit of a fucking release. Uh, or you drive punt road like me most days. Absolutely. I mean, if you're fucking, if you're on Hoddle Street at the moment, this podcast, you could listen to all 20 apps and still be on fucking, you know, turning on. It's pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, but this is the daily talk show every uh, weekday, Monday to Friday. Anything else you want to say? Uh, no. No, I think that's about it for today. Uh, make sure that, I guess this is the first time that we're really pushing the whole subscribing thing and rating us. So if they've, if you've made it this far, you may as well, even if you hated this, yeah. you still may as well get, yeah. just give us a good rating. Absolutely. And even then not if listen. you don't agree with some of the shit, even if, and I think that the thing that we, I like about this is there will, we tread this fine line of slight missteps. I know that if I was doing this podcast a while ago, I wouldn't be talking about the thing. I know you're being comfortable about talking about Matt Tilly is because you're being fucking authentic and you yeah. actually have a thought and opinion. He might have another side to it. Welcome to have him on the podcast. Yeah, but it's like we don't... I don't know. Like it's it's one of those things where it's like uh, there's the constant fear that you're going to lose something, right? That yeah, you say yeah, something yeah. wrong. Yeah, honesty. Um, I think that's the that's the exchange with honesty yeah. is and you also know that you're is. not going to require a job from Matt Tilly and no. you don't really want to work and I was with saying him. a fact like I think yeah. if I was scared to say that yeah what to make make him potentially look bad yeah that's the exchange of people thinking something about him uh-huh. but then how it made me feel when these people came to me telling me did this you confront shit. him about it or no, no I didn't because I was on the I was leaving yeah but I was like it, it, it made me feel horrible in the yeah. moment because I was like from someone that I, I respect as far as their successes uh-huh. and I'm not any time going to be stealing your job, bro. <laughs> That's why I was like, I had that initial like feeling of hurt and then I was like, that's silly. Yeah. People from, will talk shit. And yeah. uh, maybe you want to talk shit in our, uh, on our ratings. Feel free uh, on iTunes <laughs> if it's positive shit. Yeah. You, we've also got an email address that we haven't received one email other than the test one you sent to me. So it's <laughs> I'll hi, send you another one today. hi at thedailytalkshow.com. All of the previous shows are at thedailytalkshow.com and we're available on iTunes. Catch ya. Bye, everyone. <laughs>